Mic check, one, two. Tom, use your word. Hey, you. That's original freedom. Welcome everybody here to the Original Freedom Podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here, taking the time um, to sit with Tom and I and allow us to share our experience around things that we believe strongly about, um, that if we share them with you, it will facilitate a perception shift or give you a data point in life that enables you to be a greater choice. All right. Um, and today we're going to talk about something that there's been a bit of a, bit of a buzz um, in the social media and some articles being written and published and the self-help world, so to speak, around sacrifice. Um, and Nate picked up on this and, and asked us, you know, what we thought about talking about it. And actually, we thought it was super important to talk about the word yeah. sacrifice. Um, because as always here on the OG Free Nation, we're going to state our beliefs, which are our basis, a base in our experience. Um, we have nothing to debate. We have experience to share. And our experience around the word sacrifice is, uh, is not positive. Well, for me, this kind of came up and started a couple of weeks back in talking with Tom about his 21-year career in the military and combat time, trips, deployments away from home and that kind of thing. Um, and kind of the perception around sacrifice, being away from, from family, being at risk. And even though it was hard, did it feel like sacrifice? And and and. Tom kind of had a reaction to it, not in, not in a negative way or anything, but just kind of a realization, but really was just like, well, really, I mean, I was doing what I wanted to do. And so when it came to the, the, the vocabulary, the definition, the usage of sacrifice and that kind of thing, um, that was just a kind of an awakening for me or even just good to hear you kind of talk on that subject. Yeah, because uh, the story that Nate's talking about, like I didn't even, hadn't really put a lot of thought to it. Uh, since then, obviously, we put a great deal of thought to it, you know, how to articulate what it is that we've experienced and believed. And uh, in the past, you know, when everyone, let's say would, when some folks, you know, would look at my career and whether it was injuries, whether it was deployment, you know, whatever it is, you know, externally, it looked like, wow, you know, that's a lot of sacrifice, you know, on the family. All, I mean, there's some difficult times, you know, and difficult things. But I would always have this internal negative reaction when someone would say like, man, you sacrificed so much, but I just moved on and, you know, whatever, you know, just, oh, thank you and, and moved on, you know, the normal. And, uh, but then I started thinking about it and, uh, you know, as we were talking about it, it was like sacrifice is amazing thing. It's absolutely incredible uh, externally. Like uh, when I view someone that I have, that to me it perceives like, whoa, they sacrifice so much, you know, to get whatever it was, you know, and, um, and that's all, and that's very true. I mean, the emotional piece of it and, uh, all of when I see that, but when I look on that, on the inside and being an end user, you know what I mean? Someone that's saying that to me, what came up for me was, is that, uh, you know, thank God having these tools and living free and at choice for as long as I have, yep. You know, when Nate said that to me, you know, I mean, it was, it was absolutely, uh, I looked at him and was like, yeah, there wasn't nothing to sacrifice about that at all. Like I was at choice, you know what I mean? I was living that. Those were my decisions to put myself in, in, you know, in all those different places, you know, in everything that we were talking about. So there was never a sacrifice. There was never a personal sacrifice, you know, that I made 
myself like, oh, I'm going to give up my families for the good of the nation and all of that stuff in there. No, I mean, that could be, you know what I mean? That Perceived. That, that, well, it could be perceived and, okay, maybe it is a, a reality of the external actions of that, like, because I wasn't at home, because I wasn't that. But the truth of it, my truth of it was, is that, no, I was doing what I was doing because it was what I thought was right and I chose it. So there was no sacrifice. I accepted all of the uh, second and third order effects of my decisions, uh, which meant it was hard times for my wife, you know, which meant it was super hard times for my children and stuff. So that's where, to me, when we started this conversation, you know, about sacrifice that, uh, and, and I'll kick it over to you, Scott, but it's like, but what I know about sacrifice, anytime that I have this delusion that I'm sacrificing something for somebody else, it only equals a resentment <laughs> or a regret, yep. you know, and, um, and that helps no one, uh, for sure. It doesn't help me, but it also doesn't help anyone else, you know, and, um, yeah, I'll just stop. Wait, there for a second. Actually what seems off topic, but it's on and the book came to mind by Eckhart Tolle, the power of now. Hmm. And uh, the premise being there's only one eternal, eternal moment, right? And that we live, that's it. There is no future past. You know, it's like can't change the past, can't predict the future. All we got now, it's true, right? This, this way of presence. So anytime, if you look at historically what the definition of sacrifice is, it goes back to essentially um, multi-religion, but called biblical times of giving a life up. Right. So that's the oldest definition, at least the way I understand. If you yeah. Google it, it's the first one that pops up. Let's yeah. assume it's the oldest. Um, so to give up a life, whether it was self or a lamb, a sheep, whatever it is. So now fast forward and I would easily equate that to giving up a piece of me, mm -hmm. you know, so your life, not to be whole my life, you know, to give up a piece. So if I. Um, in, in my belief system, in my experience, um, there's only two ways to live and that's uh, dependent upon or free from. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm either at choice and free or I'm dependent upon. And because at the end of the day, it's impossible, uh, for me to look at Tom and say, you know what? Um, I would rather go this direction over here. And I know that um, I've got my friends asking me why I'm not following my passion, um, but I'm going to put that on hold because you, you tell me you got this great opportunity and you need me. And so essentially what usually happens is, is I get to feel good in the moment. The world pats me on the back oh, because yeah. I did all this for Tom and there is no but here. And I just gave up a piece of me, right? Versus me looking at the people telling me you what I should and shouldn't be doing this and that and saying, you know what I'm choosing to do, I'm choosing to go this way. See, there's power in that. Because if I don't choose to go this way, I'll end up going that way. And if it doesn't end up the way he promised me it was going to be, then I don't get that and I didn't get that. And who do I blame? Him. Um, so this, this idea of giving something up, Right. And even in the, you go down the further uh, in the descriptions or definition, then it does say for a greater good. Right. For a loved one or out of yet. Self-sacrifice. <clears throat> there, there is. Yes. Yeah, sacrifice is to give something up now that I wanted and even states in there that I want. I give that up. Right. For a greater good. 
and they're just, you know, as uh, as old saying goes, it's like, hey, yo, come down off the cross. Um, there's no need to die anymore. Um, there's no, and, and what it is, it's it's not a physical death. It's a spiritual death. Mm-hmm. Anytime I am not at choice, there's a piece of me that I that I'm living without. I'm not whole. Yeah. Right. I don't get to be whole unless I'm at choice. So where where do we see this most commonly? Right. Sacrificing for for children. Um, so um, for loved ones, spouses, I'm doing this for that. Right. And and to Tom's point, uh, Tom, if if. If I can tell the other side of that, right? Yeah. I know your wife very well. She's yes, yes, 13 she years old. And uh, that's a woman who lives a choice. She also, at any given moment, this is just the truth. This is reality. Could have said, you know what? This is not the most healthy environment for me and the kids. And um, through her own, she, she didn't. She will tell you, she, she didn't sacrifice a damn thing. Yeah. Right. And so therein lies the power of choice. Um, because what sacrifice does is it creates a model for a victim mm-hmm. period i am now affected i'm no longer the cause uh, i will be affected moving forward now let's look at the two scenarios with sacrifice one being where i sacrifice something for something now for something in the future and actually achieve it so i say to you um hey i'm gonna I i'm gonna be a doctor i'm gonna sacrifice what we got going on right now and we'll pick it up when we get done I go six years later, however long it is, become a doctor. So now it's a success story. And if I tell you the portion about sacrifice, it's even bigger success story. So you applaud me for that even more. And even while I'm doing it, you're like, wow, that's amazing. That feels good to me. Now, here's the bitch of it. Majority of the stories don't go that way. Mm -mm. What they sound like is I give this up now, go chase something else. It doesn't work out. And now I end up telling you my story of sacrifice because now you feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. And so now you still make me feel better. And yet at the end of the day, what am I dependent upon? You believing in my quote unquote sacrifice. Yeah. Because I don't tell anyone else. I've said, I don't sit in the room and go, Scott, you're sacrificing for this. People tell the world they're sacrificing because mm-hmm. it brings about empathy from the world and sometimes admiration. Always. Right? Always. And here's the other part about doing what Tom uh, did. And when he looked at Nate and said, yeah, I never sacrificed. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Because that was insulting to him. Truth be told. You didn't mean to, obviously, but that's insulting. Right. And now Tom opens himself up to judgment and the judgment being, so you mean to tell me you're okay with leaving your kids at home and your family home? Right. And then he's got to go. Yep. Yeah. I'm good with it because he was in alignment. And so if I get to use the term sacrifice, I get to avoid the potential judgment of telling somebody, no, I'm doing this because I choose to. Holy shit. How common do we hear that? Yeah. Or someone telling me, or if I say to someone, hey, what, Scotty, why won't you do this? And I'd say, because that's not a priority in my life right now. I'm like, this is. Isn't that better than a lie? <laughs> You know, and the lie is that sacrifice leads to something positive. Sacrifice only, personal sacrifice of any way, shape, or form leads to future resentment or regret. regret. Now, if you sacrifice and you pull it off, guess what? We hear about those stories. We don't, no one, and by the way, that's where sacrifice actually glamorized. There's like fucking war. They show... 
you know, no one writes the 10 million stories of quote unquote sacrifice that happen day in and day out in job places and homes all across the world. Right. We just talk about and write articles about the sacrifice stories where people win. Yeah. So now sacrifice is great. Well, no, talk about the times when people sacrifice, stay with the people because stay with their spouse because of the kids and it ends up not working out. So maybe they end up pissed off at the kids freaking sacrifice for your kids and don't split until you're 18. Then your kids are pissed off at you because you lied to them. How'd that sacrifice work out? Like all these different sacrifice stories that therapists hear, but the world doesn't hear. Well, I find it interesting too, that when you see it getting thrown around, I mean, it's thrown around a lot with uh, athletes too, or if, if it's something to try and hype you up and, yeah. and get you excited, it's talking about somebody that sacrificed whatever going out that night or something yeah. like that and stayed in for the gym and trained and that kind of thing and like but if you went to ask that guy or that girl man you're sacrificing your fun years or something like that and you're like no i'm doing what i want to do and uh so i think it's an interesting piece of it being external like how how many people do you actually talk about that talk about their own personal sacrifice as opposed to, like you're saying, as from, from an outside view of looking at it that way. Yeah, because that external view is not taken away from a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Externally, that's why it's so powerful because everybody is moved by uh, the one that comes to mind. is like we talked about is, uh, you know, the family member that gives up, you know, perceived externally. It's like, hey, they give up their life and their career and all this to take care of a child that, you know, has some kind of a disease or, you know, some kind of disability, you know what I mean? From externally, it's like, oh my God, like that is super powerful. You know, it makes me think about my life. It makes me think about all, you know I mean? It's very, I don't, can't even really articulate. Positive outcome yes, from the, the eye of the beholder. From the eye of the beholder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's super impactful, um, but I, I, I bet you, you know what I mean? If you ask that person. Ask that mom. Ask that mom. Ask that yeah, dad, dad. Ask that family brother, member. Ask whatever friend. it is. It's like, you know, wow, that was just such a sacrifice. They'd look at you like you're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, what? No, how could I not do that? Like, yeah. now I think negatively of you for thinking I should have done something. You know what I mean? So, the, But the reason, and I think we're just learning how to articulate it, the reason why it's so powerful, because when someone does something huge, uh, at choice, it, you know what I mean? It, it's, it impacts everyone externally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Internally, they're just in the grind, man. Like, nope, I'm doing what I'm doing, man, because this is my thing. Like, cause I, ch I chose it. And I believe that that is what makes the perceived, you know what I mean? External sacrifice so big. Well, I think just to simplify it, it's, there's an outside and inside perspective as you put and from the outside, it actually creates positive emotions. It's inspiring to see yeah. because people, are, I'm overlaying myself on you. If I had to do that, I would be giving that up. But see, I'm overlaying myself on you. So the power, it's a beautiful thing. Yet to Tom's point, go ask the people and you're going to find out, no, they're just being who they are. Because by the way, watching people that are sacrificing that aren't at choice, you'll see them. They're fucking miserable. Yeah. Right. They're suffering, suffering. They're, they're miserable. Um, and then they'll get to commiserate with you about, you know, everything, how they're underappreciated because they're sacrificing I'm so doing much, all this for them. Right. And then it's look at them and go, well, why don't you leave? Well, I can't. Well, why don't you do what? Well, okay. You were screwed. Yeah. You know, 
Um, Cause they bought into the, and, I'm going to give up some of my, I'm going to sacrifice. And I'll tell you the conversation, this, this tees up for me, uh, especially in the corporate environment, the, uh, but another buzzword, right? Sacrifice. And it's directly tied to the topic of work-life balance. Mm. And uh, which was pretty hilarious for me. And I'm sure for you hearing about that, because we came from a world of, um, total imbalance, atypical, right? right? Atyp- and that's the thing. Imbalance is only achieved in an atypical way anyway. Uh, so symmetrical balance is a fucking myth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this is going to lead back to choice. And what I will say is um, from my experience, I look at the career path, every path I've taken from, it was from the infantry into special forces, special forces into the unit, and then from the unit to becoming an entrepreneur, right? Every one of those are uh, extreme environments, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we knew when we went into SF, it's like, hey, in this world, back then during peacetime, like, hey, you plan on uh, being deployed for like six months at least out of the year. Yeah, at least. And so all this like work-life balance, that didn't, I didn't we didn't even know what that term was, right? Because we were soldiers and yeah. we just, when it was time to work, that was it. And if that meant 24 hours a day, so be it. So to come out here and then have you yourself and me gone through these extreme selection processes to, to then be part of these uh, elite teams to work with some of the best humans on the face of this planet, like to your point, it was always choice. No one was seeking an imbalance. We all knew what we were getting into. Yeah. We all told our significant others, this is this the, could this be is tough. The, this is, could be, yeah. you're right. You, can, you know, it was like, hey, no, this is the way life will be. And even some people agree to it. And then that's in concept. And then when context occurs <laughs> and you feel what it feels like to be gone that much, you feel what it feels like to, you know, it's like, then it's like, oh shit. It's like, hey, we told you. And so what's ironic is, is now working with a lot of, um, organizations that have high performing executive teams have high performing folks that are on missions to take companies public, to sell them, to grow them, to do all these things. These are all, this is all stuff in environments you and I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of interesting to me whenever I hear about work-life balance. Um, and then what I hear is that people are, they want one thing, but they want it a way it can't be delivered. You know, it's kind of like wanting to be able to climb Everest without doing the work. Um, And so our thing always was like, look, you said you wanted to, uh, um, that's an extreme one. You know what? Who's old uh, Spence? He said, everybody wants to be known as a cage fighter until it's time to step in the cage. Close the door, right? So in our case, everybody wanted to be known as a green, and using the term everybody usually, wanted to be known as a green beret till it was time to get up and do two a days for months on end till it was time to go to selection, right? Everybody says they want to do and go out to the unit until it was time for you to do what you did. And then back to everyone says they'd like to live the life of an entrepreneur. And then, you know, two years into it on the verge of bankruptcy, fucking complain about it. It's like why this is part of a journey of any extreme journey. And I know that the majority of our viewership are big thinkers, big dreamers, and why, why does anyone expect it to be easy for them? Mm-hmm. Right. And so what they've done is invented a term that makes them feel better about it for the most part and, mm-hmm. and justify, by the way, it's easier for me to look at my significant other to say, I'm sacrificing for you because I mean, what's, I, I wouldn't want to put that on somebody. Mm-hmm. 
like look at my kids like, oh yeah, I sacrificed for years for you. I gave up. So I mean that immediately, what's that do? Guilt. Hey, I want to fucking hear somebody say they gave up a part of who they are, what they love and want for me. Yeah. Don't put that, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't, put your shit, don't put that shit on me. And I'm not going to put that on anybody else. You know, so that it's, it's literally, um, it's an irresponsible, for me, it would be an irresponsible way to live to say I'm sacrificing anything because I'm, I'm either setting myself up for a future regret, remorse, or if I tell that to someone, obviously I sacrifice only I would, if I did it for people that I care about. So at some point they're going to find out I'm actually putting guilt on them mm-hmm. potentially. Like, I don't want to put that on them either. So the simplest way I know how to live life now, and I've through, by the way, I've done the, I've played the sacrifice game and it did what I, I know it will. I had some like shit, I should have done it. Mm. Some regret. Some regret, yeah. As it relates to that, and then the yeah. flip side, I'd tell you, I got no regrets. As, as it relates to the emotion of it. Yeah. Right, deeper conversation for later. <laughs> um, to the emotion of it, it's like, yeah, man, fuck all that. What do I want now? And then do I have the courage to look the world in the eye and say, this is what I'm choosing to do. And if you'd like to be on this train, I want you here. Right. And if you're not, that's okay. Yet I know to walk away from this for sake of anyone else is going to actually take a piece of me and I'm not going to be whole. And I, you know, majority of people walk through life, not whole because they have bought into the bullshit definition of sacrifice which is to give up a piece of yourself now for maybe in the future. As if that's honorable. As if that's like, to me, it's, um, you're a damn fool if you're sacrificing. I feel so, I I have compassion for you because I know you're suffering. Yeah. That's what I'd tell you if you said to me, well, I'm sacrificing. I mean, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me, my experience, not having been a ton in the corporate world, I mean, I think it's been about six years or so since, uh, since getting out of college and that, what I've come to learn from personal experience, really, um, and having been in multiple different working environments, being that once you've reached that point where if it's assessment time, if it's year-end time, and your, your feedback to the company is going to be, I need more work-life balance, you've reached your end <laughs> of being at that company. Because, I mean, to me, it's a case-by-case thing that depending on what your priorities are at the time, what you have going in your life, what your circumstances are, that your definition of what that means is too unique for a company to lay down guidelines that would apply specifically to you and, and, and somebody else. Um, and so as far as that, your definition of what that balance actually looks like is, can change at any time. And it's specific to you and specific to whatever culture, you know, I mean, whatever company you're working for, um, so that, I mean, having, cause that's been something that I've faced multiple times of, well, I thought it was going to be this way and then it's that way, or I've gotten to this point in my life. And now those things that I signed up for that time, <clears throat> that doesn't really align with where I want to be now. Um, so to me, that in itself is just another myth that, I mean, we use that word a lot around here, but, uh, the term itself once you actually find that delicate balance, it, I mean, it could change at any moment or that's the time that it's, it's not going to get any more balanced in your life once you're in that circumstance. There's a couple different versions that folks have put together these theories around work-life balance. 
Um, and one of them is work, work-life integration. They'll talk about it. And then there's a counterbalance. And, and here's the irony for me is every time it's from super high level executives, right? That have the ability to integrate their life, you know, bring your kids and get them involved. It's like, this is all, this is all executive level stuff. Yeah. Like these tools are good for about this many people. Right. But yet they want fucking everybody to read them. And it's like, hey, to me, it's just you have to simplify it down. And it applies to all, which is that, hey, just choose where you are. That's it. it, If you believe that your family is your biggest priority in your life, then you're a fool to get a job that you know is going to require that demands time, travel, all these things. Quit fucking thinking that you get to have it both. The only, the only way you get to have it all is to choose it all. Yeah. Right. And that's scary, yeah. by the way. That's scary. You have to own it. To own, yeah. It's scary to then own it. Then you can it. judge me. And then be open to judgment. Now we're talking about vulnerability. So it's interesting how, you know, this, this, what we've really just talked ourselves through is that what sacrifice does is what humans do on a daily and momentary basis, which is avoid emotional pain. Yeah. Right. And this, this term brings about empathy. It doesn't bring about judgment, by the way, except I can tell you, it does for me. If you tell me you're sacrificing, it's like, Ooh, that's a victim I'm looking at. Yeah. Period. Um, and so, and, and that has become normalized. Yeah. It's become okay. It's being promoted. Yeah. You know, it's being promoted yet out of absolute, I'm not sure if it's, I'm hopeful it's ignorance. I'm hoping. Um, because... You know, once it, it, would I look at anybody and say, hey, how do you like being a victim? Most people are offended by that. Yeah. It's like, well, then stop sacrificing and start choosing. Yeah. Well, then they see that that's hard work. Yet that hard work places them in a position where they're never dependent upon any other outcome than their own. And that's power. Coming from experience, if you're going to choose an extreme job, expect an extreme life. Yeah. Tell the people in your world that this extreme life, I mean, when Nate came on, when you came on board, right, I'm pretty sure you didn't tell Alyssa it's a nine to five, right? We go from 48 straight to five days off, whatever it is, right? Well, it's been a little while since we had that, but we're hoping. <laughs> um, but the point is, is like, you know, I, I was honest with Nate whenever he was coming on board and Tom was honest with Nate. This is where we're going. This is what we're doing. He had to go back and be honest with his family. And this is, a, it's not as predictable, which nothing's fucking predictable um another myth that everybody's chasing builds your own security people um through living a choice um and stop whining whenever you get what you signed up for that have been like me you know getting to any of these places and being upset that i have business partners that didn't work out that i've had massive amounts of debt that i'm like it's part of the ride yeah so it's either and that's why it turns into pain and not suffering because i'm not sacrificing a damn thing you know, I'm choosing. So stop sacrificing and start choosing is the ultimate, you know, overarching message here. Um, and you will then stop being pissed off at people whenever things don't work out and you don't get either one. You don't get what you sacrificed for and you don't even get to keep the person you sacrificed it for half the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're doubly screwed. So, you know, how sacrifice working out? No, figure out what you want and go do it now. What I think is interesting that if you do find yourself thinking that you're sacrificing, like internally, you're thinking that if you went off and try to start your own business and you find that you're sacrificing certain things, maybe you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. I mean, you know what I mean? Is it fair to say that? Like, I mean, as far as like, if you 
believe that what you're doing is sacrificing things. I know the entrepreneurial route, historically speaking, takes five to seven years to get anything up and off the ground and running. That part of that is there needs to be a requirement and a willingness to go into bankruptcy to lose it all because you got to push in sometimes when you got nothing. Like I understand the rules of this game and I agree to play by them. I never sacrifice. It's part of the journey. Right. And to your point, the minute I would have thought I'm sacrificing, I'm losing, I'm losing something, I'm giving something up, odds are I'll take it out. And so I never want people to say, well, I'd have to give that. If you were to ever say to me, hey, Scott, I'm sacrificing my kid's life to be here, we'd sit down and you'd be gone. Because like, hey, I don't 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 put that on me or your kid or anything like you need to be a choice. And so that's where looking people in the eyes saying, hey. If you want to work here, if you want to achieve this, this level, then this is how it's done. If it was done any other way, trust me, someone would have figured it out, right? Yeah. If there was another way to get to Everest, then what's been established, <laughs> someone would do it, right? So I would say, you know, myself is what I tell myself all the time. And the times I do end up being a whipped little bitch from time to time, right? Because life happens. And then I got people like y'all around me to remind me. All right, pick the tools back up and go. Like, just be willing to look at the people in your life and say, I'm going to choose to follow my passion. Period. Yeah. And then the, the opposite of that, if, if what it is that you believe to be your priority, because like you mentioned, Nate, like that's what's driving a lot of stuff, is maximum amount of time with my family, then I choose that job that's steady. You know, that is that nine to five that is very stable, that mm -hmm. is very thing because I know my efforts need to, my main effort, my main, you know, my priority is maximum amount of time, you know what I mean, with the family. I mean, and if I choose that, then I get what I want and I get, and if I'm being a responsible uh, leader of my home, <laughs> you know, then I'm, the family's getting what they're needed. We're heavy on the elite stuff, the entrepreneur stuff, because that's how we're wired and that, hey, that's, that's like our thing. But the same thing applies, you know, uh, revert, you know, the opposite side of it. It's like, hey, if they're, and you said it, Nate, like, hey, life changes, you know what I mean, in a moment. You know I mean? I've seen, we've all here seen the course of our existence, you know what I mean, change 180 in a moment. I mean, the hell with a day, yeah. you know what I mean? Like in a moment, in a breath, you know, and then it's like, so knowing that that happens and it's a, that's why it always comes back to everything that we talk about here, you know, and knowing who I am, what I stand for, what are my priorities, you know what I mean? Where are my loyalty chains, all of that, because that's what keeps me in balance, you know what I mean? That's what keeps me on task with all the changes that happen in my life so I can continue to be at choice no matter the circumstance. And that's, and just with a little bit tying it back into that, that's why that word sacrifice does not fit anywhere. It is absolutely opposed to the idea of being free. Absolutely. And being at choice. That's, you know what I mean? That's after all that we've talked about even before, you know what I mean? We started talking here. It's like, wow. You know what I mean? That really, um, it goes against everything. Yeah, because I'm limiting my capacity in that moment. The minute I say I'm sacrificing, that means I now have a limit of advance. I can't go there anymore. Mm -hmm. And I said I wanted to. 
and see, here's the thing about our, our in, internal bullshit meters. Like I even know when I'm lying to myself mm-hmm. uh, and I can't, it, it can't not happen. So what would happen even in, in Tom's uh, scenario there is if I do say that my family is my number one priority, I do say that yet I work 80 hours a week. I am incongruent. I lack integrity. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I actually suffer there. That's yeah. all the more reason to align and live at choice. It's a truer statement in that case. And I'll tell you where I think this is um, most prominently brings about the most issues it are badass females, the women of this world who aren't built to be, quote unquote, typical stay at, a stay at home mom. Because, by the way, I know stay at home moms and that's a job I wouldn't wish on anybody. But the, the point I'm making is the ones that are built to go out and they want to have the career, right? Nothing wrong with either. Yet I would say the ones that want to go have the career are stymied by the societal view that whatever, just because they're females, they should want to be a stay-at-home mom, right? And I'm telling you, it's been my experience for the uh, vast majority of the time, the majority of the senior executive females uh, that I meet are much tougher than the men and smarter most times. Um, and they, they struggle with that. It's like, no, you're not sacrificing either. It's okay to say that I've made sure that my kids are very well taken care, cared of and nurtured while I'm at work, while I build this massively successful career, launch a company, whatever it is. Right. And knowing and, and just saying, I'm choosing to do this. And I'm going to tell my kids why, because around here we follow our passion and it's important, right? So then versus a mom that sacrifices, now what's the story I hear? I haven't worked in 20 years. I don't have a resume. The kids are gone. What do I do now? So versus someone who was a stay-at-home mom legit and was like, that day never comes. It's like they're built for it. Right. Everyone will talk they're about at choice. They're at choice. Everyone talks about where snowflakes, right? Fucking fingerprints. This is not myth. People We're different. <laughs> yeah. right? We're different. And so we're all here for something. And this is where it comes into. If you're here doing what you're doing at choice, you're actually probably doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. If you feel like you're sacrificing, I'm going to tell you, you're not doing what you're supposed to do while you're here. Yeah. Because it doesn't it doesn't feel like that when you're aligned. I know what it feels like. You know what it feels like. We all do to be misaligned and move into alignment, right? Which is to be a choice with our passion and our truth. And I, I do bring that up. And it's like a shout out to both the, you know, the stay-at-home mom who chooses to look the world in the eye and say, hey, fuck you. <laughs> you, do, you come home and spend, you know, a day in this house because I got mad respect. Same thing to the female executives and the, and the females in the workforce, period. Like if you want to chase dreams, choose it. Quit being embarrassed about it. If you love money, quit saying you're not. Just say you love it. Own it. Right? Be a choice. Don't sacrifice. Um, And maintain your power. Quit giving it to the world. Um, Because work-life balance will never exist. It's only going to be I'm a choice or I'm not. Simple answer. If you're sacrificing, you're in a victim state. You're set up for future remorse, regret, shame, guilt, um, or a bigger pat on the back if your plan actually works, which it probably won't. If you're wondering how I really feel, we'll just stick around and we'll keep working <laughs> on it. You know, we'll keep working on it. And I say this was just because I mean, it's so important. It is. I would love to hear, you know, people saying, you know what? Fuck sacrifice. Right? And also take a look at what, if, if you're in a position out there where you're saying that, 
Ask yourself, is it worth it? If that's really what you're doing, if you're giving it up, why? What's the guarantee on? When are you getting it back? When are you going to get another shot? We don't know. Like Tom said, yeah, we've seen it. Life changes that fast. Yeah. No one's guaranteed the next moment, much less tomorrow or eight months from now or a year from now, whenever I'll go ahead and chase my dreams. The, the light that, I, that we would offer in closing is that um, if you do live at choice, you'll get rid of the feelings that you have when you're sacrificing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, the hope I would, I would offer. Um, is if, you, if any of this made sense to you, um, and it's caused you to pause and ask a question like either one, if we pissed you off, cool. Uh, we, we got something going, look into yeah. it Two, If we just made a light bulb go off, follow it through, write yeah. it down, ask the question, you know, what am I really giving up? And if I'm giving it up, how's that making me feel about others? Or what am I putting on my kids by saying I sacrificed you? Like, stop, you know, beating people up, just take some action on it. You know, like I said, um, we're here to inspire thought through our experience. And Tom and I have, uh, have definitely screwed this one up. And, uh, and just now we're at a place in life where we can tell you we don't and haven't for many years sacrificed. And we live a free life. And that's what uh, we really want for others. It's why we do what we do here on Original Freedom. It's why we, you know, came up with Crushing the Cage. All about helping people unlock the potential that's inside of them, no different than we've unlocked inside of us, yet on your path, not our path, yeah. right? Become free um, to go chase those dreams, to quit sacrificing and, and absolutely start living, not cliche, like actually take the fucking pain, yeah. quit avoiding it, go get what you want and be okay standing alone uh, for a little while. Because yeah. by the way, you're not alone long because then... You create that energy and you attract other authentic people who will ask you how you did it, why you did it. And then you get to do what we do, which is help others. And uh, super strong segment. You got anything on closeout? No. You good? Nate, your rounds cleared? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? And Nate's like, (laughs) I was, is that like rounds clear? What is that even? That didn't mean? happen on the Cleveland Browns. Though. No, that's the slow, slow civilian guy. Gotcha. So, in good uh, original freedom form, on behalf of Tom and I and the whole OG Free team, super stoked to have had you here. Make sure you are waking up, thinking about what it is you're grateful for, why it is you're here today. Ask yourself the hard questions in life. Dig deep. Find the inspiration and courage that will enable you to break through, break free from whatever bullshit belief system that's holding you back and gain a little bit more freedom, a little little bit more choice. See ya.